It's been revealed Pharrell Williams is the next men's creative director for Louis Vuitton. He's certainly got big shoes to fill and just a few months until Paris Fashion Week. So can he pull it off? Details coming up. I'm William Howard and this is Ticker News. I am 21 years old and this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through. Also ahead, the three people killed in a shooting at Michigan State University have been identified by police. Calls for gun reform grow louder. As the death toll from the Turkey-Syria quake reaches 40,000, new humanitarian corridors have been established. We break down what this means for the thousands of homeless residents. Uh, These very well could be uh, balloons uh, of a completely benign nature. The U.S. says the latest objects it shot down from the sky were probably not part of China's spy program. Plus, Nike's boss still regrets the day the company let Roger Federer go. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. The three people killed in a shooting at Michigan State University have been identified by police. The chapter president of his fraternity, a quiet leader who embodied poise and humility, and a 19-year-old who planned to become the first doctor in her family. Brian Fraser, Alex Warner and Ariel Diamond Anderson are the victims of a senseless act of violence, which marks the 68th mass shooting in the United States this year alone. Five others who were injured remain in a critical condition. Police say the man suspected of carrying out the attack died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Shots were fired in two buildings at the campus shortly after 8pm local time. The 43-year-old had no known affiliation to the university and his motive remains a mystery. Meanwhile, a survivor of the Sandy Hook School mass shooting in 2012 is a student at Michigan State University and released this video calling for gun reform. I am 21 years old and this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through. 10 years and two months ago, I survived the Sandy Hook shooting. And when I was crouched in the corner in school in Newtown, Connecticut on 12, 14, 12, I was hunched in the corner with my classmates for so long that I actually got a PTSD fracture in my L4 and L5 in my right lower back. I now have a full-blown PTSD fracture that flares up anytime I am in a stressful situation or anything occurs that's aggressive like that. The fact that this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through is incomprehensible. This chief medical officer of a hospital treating Michigan State University shooting victims became emotional when speaking on his staff's response. The team was led by our uh, emergency department physicians again with our our trauma surgeons, but uh, can't uh, forget we had uh, general surgeons, uh, cardiothoracic surgeons, neurosurgeons. Didn't get a lot of sleep last night, sorry. 
students who were on campus during the attack described a sense of panic as they jumped out of windows, hid in corners and sprinted out of buildings to avoid the gunmen. Michigan Democrats are considering speeding up the passage of new gun legislation following the shooting at Michigan State University on Monday evening. Governor Gretchen Whitmer says residents cannot keep living like this. We know this is a uniquely American problem. Today is the fifth anniversary of the Parkland shooting. We're mere weeks past the Lunar New Year shooting at a dance hall, and a few months past a shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde. And looking back at a year marked by shootings at grocery stores, parades, and so many other ordinary, everyday situations, we cannot keep living like this. Two new border crossings have been opened between Turkey and Syria to allow for the delivery of humanitarian aid. Syrian President Bashar al-Assad has agreed to allow UN deliveries to opposition-held Syria through the crossings for three months. The earthquake has left a trail of destruction and at least 40,000 people dead. Rachel Judah has this story. Over a week after Turkey's most devastating earthquake in a century, and the search for survivors is slowly coming to an end. Now the question remains, how do these countries handle the hundreds of thousands left homeless and jobless in its wake? More than 158,000 people have left the quake zone in southern Turkey. 22-year-old Syrian Hamza Bekri has lived in Hatay one of the worst affected areas in Turkey for 12 years. He's now heading west on a bus, having lost everything and preparing to start from zero. But among the survivors, shock is also turning to anger. Across the border in the Syrian city of Harim, north of rebel-held Idlib, a makeshift camp has been set up among the ruins. 29-year-old father Mazen Al-Fayed tells Reuters people are working around the clock to create shelter, but they are desperate for basic supplies. In Turkey alone, the cost of the earthquake could cost Ankara up to $84.1 billion, according to one business group. And, according to official government figures, some 42,000 buildings have either collapsed, are in urgent need of demolition, or are severely damaged across 10 cities. While President Erdogan has said the state will rebuild the quake-hit areas within a year, those left behind are simply in need of shelter. The White House says it's unlikely the three objects blasted out of the sky over the weekend are linked to a Chinese surveillance program. US and Canadian officials are yet to locate or recover any wreckage from these latest down aircrafts. It follows Beijing accusing Washington of being, quote, trigger happy. China continues to deny one of the balloons, which was destroyed earlier this month off the coast of South Carolina, was being used for espionage. US National Security Spokesperson John Kirby says it will be difficult to determine the purpose or origin of the three other objects until the debris is found and analysed. Uh, these very well could be uh, balloons uh, of a completely benign nature, uh, perhaps uh, commercial uh, or scientific research uh, sort of a, fo a focus there. Uh, again, we don't know for sure, Katie, because we haven't recovered that debris. And, and I want to you know, caveat it. We, we would like to be able to see for ourselves to be sure. Uh, but based on um, 
flight characteristics, uh, the visual confirmation by the pilots uh, and some other data that we're putting to it. Um, one sort of well, leading indi indication could be uh, that they were uh, actually b benign balloons. When it comes to the biggest names in sport, there's none other than Roger Federer. The Swiss superstar won 20 Grand Slams across his 15-year career, but new details have now emerged around his 2018 decision to ditch Nike as a major sponsor. He moved to Japanese clothing retail chain Uniqlo on a 10-year, $300 million contract. It was a move that reportedly came as a shock to Nike's director at the time, who says it was an atrocity. Mike Nakagi says Federer belongs at Nike with other athletes like Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. The details of this part of a new book called The Roger Federer Effect, which is out now. It's been confirmed American musician and producer Pharrell Williams will succeed Virgil Abloh as the men's creative director for Louis Vuitton, and he's got big shoes to fill. The appointment is effective immediately with Williams' first collection debuting in June during Men's Fashion Week in Paris. Chairman and CEO of the company Pietro Biacchi says he's glad to welcome Pharrell back home after collaborations in both 20. 2004 and 2008, adding his creative vision beyond fashion will undoubtedly lead Louis Vuitton towards a new and very exciting chapter. It comes a little over a year after Abloh's death in November 2021 at the age of 41. Coming up next, the latest on the crypto crash. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.